And we're back. <laughs> Cheers, lad. And we're back. This is a special <laughs> holiday episode of the Drew Sits with Podcast. Honored to be here. I think this is the first daytime episode as well, which is kind of weird. I like it, dude. I like the vibes. Um, took too. a Friday off. It's cold as hell outside. It's a winter tundra, so we decided to just bundle up, chill out. and. The plan was to go skiing up in Wisconsin, but uh, with the wind chill, it was negative 30, so we decided <sighs> maybe next <laughs> maybe next time. So when said Schwartz came over, we're, we're recording a podcast. So... Um, couple things I want to talk about. Mostly Sam Bankman-Fried. How <laughs> how high up are you on this? Okay. I'm honestly not as as much as I wish I was to have something to talk about. Um, I'm not, I haven't been following it that closely. Have you seen this girlfriend that is allegedly like snitched on him and everything? I have no idea about that. All I know about that is basically he was defrauding people on the basis that he was claiming that the exchange was super safe and liquid and, you know, you Larry David was uh, the the face of it. Oh, Larry David, all these other celebrities, right? Didn't they name the fucking uh, Miami Heat's arena? (laughs) Like every celebrity was promoting the shit out of that. Um, I love that. But he was. I love that crypto found its home in Miami, too. It just seems like the perfect place for it to be. So funny. Yeah, just People the most to. trendy, stupidest bullshit that just ends up being a huge just money grab. Okay, what about the Trump NFT? How crazy is that? I feel like that's not even crazy for Trump, bro. That's just... Why didn't he do this <laughs> six months ago if he was going to do an NFT? Like, it seems yeah. so late. Now it's like everybody is kind of calling bullshit on that whole trend of just like... Yeah, it was like a Ponzi scheme, <laughs> right? Like it's like a Totally. Money dumb. Dude, and Drew, you got I've mentioned this before, but you know, I was for the longest time I was saying, Don't fucking buy crypto, don't buy the yeah. shit. It's all bullshit. It's all a fucking facade. It's a Fugazi. typical it's <laughs> fairy dust. <laughs> it which it literally is. It literally is. Um But you ever heard of funny little tangent on this, but you ever heard of uh the tulip bubble? Look this up. This was in like the Middle Ages or Stone Ages or some shit, where the price of tulips went up so astronomically that, like, one tulip was worth almost as much as, like, a house or, like, you know, a bundle of fucking hay or whatever they used to trade back in the day that was super <laughs> valuable. And it was, like, a typical... Tulip mania? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's the perfect illustration of, like, bubbles that you see in every... You know, you've seen a million of these things come and go that perfectly encapsulates it. Because tulips have... What the f- zero value, right? There's no value it's to a them. Flower. It's you just, can't eat it. It's like uh, diamonds are, are today. The only reason we value it is because it's valuable. It, maybe diamonds have some application, like in lasers and super hard to cut Saws, and shit like that. Yeah. But so I would say diamonds even more, diamonds more, more store <laughs> of value. But tulips, people were buying hand over fist. That's so interesting. Day. Yeah, tulip mania was a period during the Dutch Golden Age when. Contract price for some bulbs recently. Yeah. Just like I can't read this shit. It's a big block of text (laughs) I don't want to read, but uh But yeah, Sam Bankman Freed. Apparently he's uh he was like So you're saying it's similar because crypto and NFTs were have zero inherent value. Exactly. Okay. It's all about the only reason I'm gonna make money on this is if somebody's gonna buy it at a higher price later. Right. It's not because it does this or And the only reason why it was bought at a higher price later even though it was like the initial purchase was it because it was backed by these celebrities right like all the youtubers were basically doing it and like all their followers would buy it expecting that when they would sell it next it would be yeah, worth more money it was a typical fucking pyramid scheme bro ponzi scheme really it's fucked up <coughs> i just want to show you the picture of his girlfriend this is the only picture i've seen of her so i'm sh- sure it's a bad picture i'm sure you've seen it and you just didn't know it was her <laughs> i've never s- i've never seen her before that's crazy though so, you know, apparently they were, they had this whole, like, it was almost like a Jeffrey Epstein, like, island thing where, but it was, like, all these nerds that were, like. It was crypto bros. 
right? Yeah. Where they would just, and then weren't they taking some drugs like amphetamines or something like similar to Adderall and they were teaching them how to take it the right way and how to optimize it so you could just trade more or make more money or there was, yeah. but yeah, I think it was sort of like a, a harem of nerdy tech people that were all just like sort of having sex with each other. But um, <laughs> it's just so interesting. This girl looks like a. F- <laughs> <laughs> looks like what, Drew? Like Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> With like, whatever, it doesn't matter. And then apparently she's she's snitching on uh, on her. I mean, it's like a cult almost, really. And he, he yeah, have to I know, can see that. You have to know that it's all fake, right? Like, how how do you sleep at night? How do you? Or you're just like, fuck, fuck it, it. <laughs> dude. We're making money. I'm at the head of this this train, and we're dude. Just the thing flying. is, is it wouldn't? Here's the thing. I what oh, I and heard she's the co-founder. What I heard about what catalyzed the descent of this, or what basically was the first domino to fall, was a rival exchange. I think it was uh, Binance. I don't know if you ever heard of it. B-I? B-I-N-A-N-C-E. The CEO or a higher-up or a co-founder, partner, whatever. Safest crypto exchange is what it says. (laughs) So the CEO or the founder of that company, somebody, you know, high up in that company, wanted to sow doubt in, like, the security or the legitimacy of FTX. So they spread all these rumors that, oh, you got to get your money out. And they artificially created basically a run, like a bank run. You ever heard of like Mm -hmm. during the fucking Great Depression Mm -hmm. where everybody was scared? It was completely artificially manufactured, but because of the effect that it had on investors. It made it real. It made it legitimate, and it was a snowball effect. Once some people started pulling out, then everybody pulled it out, and then that's when the system just goes broke because they had all that money tied up in other shit. Right. And they weren't counting on, you know, 50% of their holdings to be redeemed. Oh, now we got to sell all these securities that we bought with their proceeds. And you can't do that easily. And, oh, apparently I lent a billion dollars to my hedge fund last year. That's just was going to stay off the books in case we didn't need that money to be right. liquid. So then it kind of just uh, shine a light on all the fucked up shit that was going on there. But So is there is there like a correlation with the fact that the people who are buying this kind of um stock or whatever you want to you know like asset right the the, that buyer (coughs) also is more bullish is does that make sense or more aggressive would you say yes yeah i don't know what the word is yeah definitely i think in general it it makes it more it makes crypto more volatile because the average crypto investor is a more aggressive investor and is going to buy and sell faster because 100%. One hundred percent. You hit the nail on the head, definitely. And even uh, if you look at it on a smaller scale, even within stocks, you have a lot of people that have like Robinhood accounts and uh, like E Trade accounts and yeah. shit that are buying more of these meme stocks or like the big tech companies Doge like Tes- Tesla, even like for GameStop. example, GameStop. That and whole thing. That's you can kind of tell that through. Uh, you could look at institutional holdings like big corporations that buy in for long term and don't buy or sell as often versus retail holdings in certain stocks. And like Tesla, for example, I think is the most widely held by retail investors like you and me. And that's w- part of the reason why it's so volatile. And it's, you know, you always hear about that shit on the news. Oh, it's up 10% or down 10% because retail investors trade way more than institutional. So I just had my little yearly meeting with my 401k people, whatever. And um, they basically broke it down and they were saying that like anybody the average person who tries to like the market day trade by themselves or whatever, like always loses money. Like it's, it's, it's way safer to just stay with the S and P 500 or whatever. Uh, Isn't that what I've been telling you? Yeah, I know. But I feel like you also tell me that I should start. There's day trading on the side, right? No, definitely don't day trade. You, I would say Robinhood account. I don't even know what the words are. I don't know the vocabulary. That would be just like, having an account day trading is like where you're buying specific stocks trying to do your own research and beat the market average if you buy like the s&p 500 that's just like indexing what people call it it's like you're just buying the market because the s&p represents the market and it's managed in a certain way that okay this is supposed to represent the u.s stock market so it's more of like a retirement thing right because you're not going to pull out the money for for 
40 years or whatever. Yeah. I, and I know that's a thing like, and being someone that's lost money in the stock market and thinking I had it figured out and like, it's hard as hell to beat the market. Well, so that's I mean, why you've been doing this since sophomore year of high school. Is that true? When, when did you first put money into your Robinhood account? Um, so I had like a Scott trade account at first, maybe sophomore year, junior year. My first trade was back when I had an Edward Jones account. I bought Tesla when I was Edward in like Jones. eighth grade or freshman year, maybe. Um, but I first started making my own trades probably like sophomore, junior year. And when I used to trade stocks, I did really good. I was really good at yeah. holding something for, I would say my time period was like three months to a year. I feel like I was really good at that. When I lost all my money was when I started trading options because it was so much more volatile and I was almost treating it like gambling. Right. And I was de definitely taking advantage of by just the system and thinking I knew better because I had a good track record trading stocks for a few years. Yeah, you did. You, you'd made money in the I first had made couple years. Gr like great returns. I think I started off with like 3000 My mom gave me because she was a little nervous, so I didn't... Right. You know, 3,000, I turned 3,000 into 5,000 in two years, which is 60% in two years broken down, you know, compounded annually. It's like 28%, mm -hmm. which is great. Of course. Like that, that was good, especially I was in high school. I was psyched by that. Yeah. But I lost uh, more than that trading <laughs> options when I was freshman in college, sophomore in college. Yeah. So, yeah, I made, you know, probably made, so I made a couple thousand off the Tesla trade in eighth grade, a couple thousand from sophomore year to junior and i think i got another like few thousand that i did pretty well with so let's call it another grand so i maybe made six mm -hmm. grand from like eighth grade to senior year of high school and i think i lost eight <laughs> grand um my freshman year of college, college so yeah. net net loss of maybe like 2k which with the education and experience that it provided me i'd say it was worth sure. the money yeah but i mean uh, it was like a hobby if you think about it like it kind of growed into not exactly what you're doing now but you know it was definitely an inspiration it's all for part it. of it yeah totally yeah exactly that's crazy. I forgot that you did that. I know, dude. That's uh, a good origin story. Yeah. That was that's always gonna be, I think, my best fucking uh like I don't know, story from when I was a kid. Even my cousin's my cousin in law, my cousin's husband, I saw him over it was it was like one of the family parties I seen him recently and we he just brought it up. He was like, I remember when you told me to buy Tesla stock when you were a uh junior in high school, dude. That was <laughs> it fucking insane. Like so I, that's that's uh, something I definitely am proud of. Yeah, you've always <laughs> been early on Tesla, which is just really crazy. I remember we went to some outdoor mall, and they had, like, a Tesla store there? That was, like, the Roadster, man. That was the original Tesla model at Oakbrook, the Oakbrook Oak Brook Brook Outdoor Mall, right? Yeah. yeah, I remember we saw it, and you're like, you were, like, hi hyping them up then. I remember, you know, I think we've always been Elon fans, but a uh, very controversial figure now. Um <laughs> It shouldn't be. He shouldn't be controversial now. You know what? So I think that's bullshit. So did Everybody you loved him before he decided to, you know, overtake Twitter and kind of <laughs> <laughs> go into that realm. But everybody used to love him. Now he's controversial, which I just think is funny. I know. And since we've uh, we've been early on him, you've been early on him, I've, I've always been like, I thought it was cool that we thought this guy was cool back in the day. And then everybody turned on him, so I'm like, Fuck. Did we pick wrong? Like, is this guy an asshole? You know, because I feel like it'd be hard to be a billionaire and not be, like, somewhat evil at that point. Yeah. Right? Like, that's so much money, you know? Like, how did you get that? How did you, like... Dude, but I don't think... I think there's billionaires that are good people, but the thing is, you just have access to, like... You can influence politics. You can influence... Right who's elected or who gets promoted at certain companies. And once you have that kind of money is where you really can, if you want to kind of have power, a lot of people, yeah. you know, you have 10, $20 million in the bank, you're rich as fuck and you're happy and you can just fuck off. Mm -hmm. But some people, they don't, they're not good with just being rich. They want to have influence. Correct. Yeah. So th it's really a huge, wholly different scale of like people with like 20 million in the bank versus people with like 500 to a billion. Those right. people can buy elections if they want. Those people can, you know, buy companies or, you know, have people h hired, fired, killed if they want, if they really wanted to, you know. Mm -hmm. Bro, 
Right. And then you go, oh, shit. Elon's the guy who's like the fame whore and he wants everybody to see him. Who are the people that are hidden and don't want to be seen? You know what I mean? That's like, those are probably the real people that, you know, are actually controlling the government or whatever. Totally. But um, I was going to say, so Dave Chappelle brought out Elon Musk on stage at one of his stand-up shows. Did you see Didn't he get booed? I heard about it. I didn't watch a video. Yeah, he got booed pretty bad. And then Chappelle's, like, trying to make jokes about it and stuff. And he's, like, you know, basically calls the audience broke. And, like, oh, you just hate him because he has money and stuff. Which is, like, kind of funny, I guess. But It's also, like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, yeah, you're rich, too. Fuck you. You know, it's, like, it's it's a weird way to make fun of the audience. Um, Yeah, I guess I guess I would have thought that Elon would get a big, like, cheer i can see that also because he was always the underdog bill dude right the only he's only got rich at like top three in the world rich the past like three years for a while he he wasn't you know he was on the forbes list maybe but he was like 200 or 400 400 the richest but his family's always been wealthy right i think so but like like i said maybe not that level of like billionaire rich but they were he right. was definitely well off he went to like private school in south africa and yeah. um but I think, yeah, I, th- I know that's a criticism of him, but he was a big founder or developer of PayPal back in the day. And yeah. I think he did a lot, of, even when he was in college. So, like, to say he's purely just a trust fund baby is BS because he, he knows how to code. He's an engineer. You know, he is a modern-day genius, even though he maybe had resources and was given an advantage in that sense. He did a lot better than just your average if you or I was dropped in that situation, I feel like we would not of course, turn yeah, of it course. around like that. People always want to point to like, oh, he had resources, but it's like, yeah, but he's like still the liver king. It's like, he's on steroids. It's like, yeah, but you still have to like work out like a motherfucker to get that ripped, you know? It's right. like, sure, maybe he had a head start or whatever, but uh, he still had to work crazy and develop technology to be able to build his company up. To, okay, in the mid-1980s, the family profited handsomely from... Earl Musk purchasing an emerald mine after selling their airplane. No way. Equivalent of $320 million today. But then it says he went penniless, so I don't know. I feel like that's got to be controversial. They're probably... Emerald mine? Dude. Like mining in South Africa? There's no way that's an ethical fucking industry, you yeah, know? They say he's South African, but do you know what that means? That means that he's... Dutch. A colonist. <laughs> yeah, right. Because, yeah. <laughs> He's not. In, a, in apartheid <laughs> South Africa. That's true, right? 1980s. That's like that, peak. That was like 1930s in America. That was like 1920, 1930 in America. <laughs> or or maybe earlier as far as Bill like. Bill Gates' mom America. helped Microsoft get a deal with IBM. Jeff Bezos' garage-based startup was funded by a quarter million dollar investment from his parents. <laughs> so this article is just shitting on all yeah. of them. <laughs> you know, Ken Griffin, who uh, owns, founded Citadel Securities, I don't know if you ever heard of it, is like mm-hmm. one of the biggest hedge funds in the world. Sure. He got his start because his parents, he went to Harvard, his parents fronted the bill for these like fiber optic cables that he used in right. a high frequency trading program out of his college dorm. And That's he made nice. like like $30 million or something. I don't know if it was that high, but he made millions of dollars back in like the nineties all because his parents just like fronted him that shit. That's so crazy. How much of that is luck and how much of it is actually like phenomenon, like one in a million brain that was able to figure that out. I feel like it's 50, 50, (laughs) that the luck is a huge part of it, but you still have to execute, you know, like I, I don't know how to fucking code. I couldn't write a trading algorithm. Ken Griffin kind of knew how to, Back in the 90s, so that was probably even harder back then. To, there were probably fewer people back then who knew how to do that shit. It says that's the largest largest designated market maker on the New York Stock Exchange. <sighs> that was tough. <sighs> I listened to a podcast with, um, who's the cool guy from Full House? Um, no one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, not Uncle Jesse, like, yeah. What he, the fuck? He was is on a name? podcast, and he was kind of old, and he did that a lot, where it was like he'd kind of, um, uh, um, or like he'd like stumble through sentences and stuff, and you're like, oh no, Uncle Jesse's dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. John Stamos. John Stamos, yeah. 
Yeah, he did a podcast with Giannis Papas. It was pretty sweet. But uh, <coughs> 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 okay. Evil people. This bleeds into another another kooky character I wanted to talk about this week. What do you know about Carl Lentz? I have no idea who that person is. Carl Lentz is a Hollywood evangelist pastor, I guess you could say. He sounds evil as fuck. This man is Justin Bieber's pastor, basically. You know, That dude just sounds evil. So I, I think he had, of course, you know, like a some sort of sex scandal where he's cheating on his wife or whatever, you know, with all the people in the church and, you know. Just your run-of-the-mill right. <laughs> sex abuse. Just your standal. I don't know if it was abuse, maybe. but It maybe probably it was. fucking was. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? He's in a position of power and he's taking advantage of. It, I feel like Dude, it he's like is, wearing bro. Yeezys and like sitting courtside and like, you know, doing like the prayer hands. Dude, and it's like Instagram I feel like pictures. That's the kind of shit. That the Bible warned against too, oh, right? Fake gods and and kind of uh, like how beware of people who pretend to represent me, but you know he's out there for his own personal gain, his own fame, money, image, I, brand. The devil uses me too. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a perfect example of that. Those people, <laughs> those people suck. <laughs> Let's leave it there, dude. He's got like a triple, like deep V, like insane like how do these i don't know i feel like that's just part of hollywood culture though is everybody wants to be like a fucking celebrity private jets and shit dude because like it's like the, that the pastor <laughs> money is crazy you know what was that show with fucking kenny powers danny mcbride <laughs> with danny mcbride that show is so good riley and i watched that dude um something jewels <sighs> damn it yeah adam devine's in it too um that was a perfect representation of that bullshit though like dude and the best part about it is that the main pastor in that show comes from a um professional wrestling background that's like <laughs> the big turn in the series is it like he has flashbacks <laughs> so, so it's like he's still the character but he's just doing a pastor now he's not getting thrown through like <laughs> he's still an actor yeah it's funny dude it's crazy it's i uh, hate that shit though like how People make money off religion, you know, like, or fame or, you know, that's the opposite of what the, the Bible righteous gemstones. Yes, dude. God <laughs> damn, dude. This show is so good. If you have not seen the righteous gemstones, HBO, I think. HBO, if you want to sponsor us for that. <laughs> yeah, it's Danny McBride and um, Annie. Adam Devine, John Goodman, that's who the dad is. Oh, my God, it's insane. And then the sister is um, Eddie Patterson. She's so funny, too. She's like this crazy lady. Oh, man, that show's good. Riley and I watched Wednesday. Have you seen this yet? Or you're I've still, heard of you're it. You're still a dude. It's definitely I am still a guy, so I have not seen it, Drew. For 16-year-old girls, for sure. But um, it's like it like beat out Stranger Things. It's like the number one show on Netflix of all time now. So, um but it's kind of like Harry Potter. Oh, I thought it was HBO. It's, Nef- it's Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like Harry Potter, but different. It's like a school, and she's like from the Addams Family, so there's like different characters from that show that kind of show up. But it's this crazy murder mystery. But, dude, the last, the very last episode, and it's done by Tim Burton, too, so it's like very spooky and scary and stuff. And the very last episode, I'm not going to spoil anything, but like it's like five back to back to back. It's this guy. Oh, no, it's actually this guy. No, it's actually this guy. Like, it, it was... My heart was racing. It was nuts. Um, and there was definitely a very weird, like, werewolf fight scene with, like, terrible CGI that me and Riley were kind of like, this made it through. sucks. <laughs> yeah, but it was a good show. It was, it was, it was really good. Um, but I feel like now everyone's going to be, like, on this, like, emo girl vampire thing for the next, like, six months, you know? Everybody. So it's, <laughs> it's been <laughs> the trend now. MGK. I feel like MGK started that shit. I'm in love with the emo girl. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah, dude, I'm so excited to go skiing. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited. I think this winter I want to progress a little bit. You know, Mm. like I feel like last winter we both progressed. You hit a box, I hit a box, you know, did some jumps and kickers and shit. Yeah. 
I want to continue that this year. Right, try to jump a little bit higher, try to stay on the rail a little bit longer. Yeah, do all the different stuff. And we we were really um, session that kind of little park thing. But um, Alpine Valley, you know, been there, done that. You know, we conquered. Uh, let's move on to the next one. You know, and try to see what we can do there. You know, so I'm excited. Yeah, and last winter I got a season pass, and I don't think it's worth it. Like last year, I think I just about made it worth the money mm-hmm. because I made myself go like two or three times. I went by myself even. Yeah. And it was only like two a two-hour drive, so it wasn't that far. Um, but this winter, I, I just know I'm not going to have as much time. Yeah. So I got no problem paying the, what is it, 80 bucks for a lift ticket and just, dude, yeah. I want to go early, get the whole day experience. Exactly. There, you know? Yeah, that's, that's what you got to do. And when you do that, by like the last hour, you're like killing it. You know, like you're, you're so confident – you know, it's kind of scary too, because it's like, like almost like haven't ridden a bike in years, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna try it. You know, like go down the first time, eat shit maybe, but uh, I know, it's so fun. Yeah, yeah dude, I I fucking love snowboarding now. I just got into it really like last winter was the first time I had my own board. Like I finally bought my own. You're shit. selling yourself short, dude. In middle school, we would go. We had gone five times at least, right? That's true. Yeah. That's true, I, but I think towards the end of high school, I didn't go once. Like maybe, yeah. maybe once between like a three or four year period, you know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm glad you're doing it. I think it's cool that we can do something together because for a while I, I was like, just kind of right. everybody go with, and then it makes me not want to go, you know. So it's fun. yeah, and I think too, just the whole culture around it is like, people are outside drinking. You get off the hill, you get a hot dog or something. Yeah. You, you drink, you chill, you smoke, and Plus then you go back up there. And we're, just we're doing the Wisconsin thing, so it's like Wisconsin's like a different kind of culture, yeah, too. Yeah, totally. It's, it's pretty fun, yeah. I like that, dude. I do like Wisconsin, man. Like, even going up, visiting my dad, like, I, I like yeah, the culture true. out there. It's totally, like, totally more relaxed and less uh, less focused on, like, I don't know, status or just, like, mm-hmm. it's totally chill vibe up there. Yeah, the hustle and bustle of the... Chicago suburbs. Honestly, though, like there is a, I think there is a huge difference between like For Chicago sure. suburbs, even around here, versus like up where my dad lives. Janesville is like, I think it's got forty thousand people, so it's about the same size as Bartlett, but it's just totally different. You know, shit's not as, the buildings aren't as updated, the houses aren't. Yeah. At, there's some nice but shit that's up what's there. Kind of shitty though is that like if it is kind of like small town, you're like, eh. yeah, it's Wisconsin, yeah, right. But if you've got a big plot of land and you've got dirt bikes and shooting guns and stuff, it's like, all right. 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 <laughs> now it's worth it. I got a boat. I got a lake in my backyard. That'd be cool. But um, no, a guy at work is talking about um, just moving right across the border, still working in the same area, but just like, you know. Probably save a shit ton of money, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Does that you mean have, you have to live in Wisconsin. Exactly. <laughs> give the Wisconsin license plate. Right, dude. That puts a target on your back. Like, as far as, like, cops and stuff in Illinois. My dad always tells me, because my dad's lived in Wisconsin, Illinois, Wisconsin, Illinois, throughout his whole life. Like, he's lived up there probably yeah. 10 to 15 years of his life. Um, he would always tell me stories, because he went to school up there, too, um, about, like, when he would be, like, drinking and shit, or he would be doing something sketchy. Right. And I would, had a few close calls or got a couple tickets because this and that. So Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if you're just in the opposite license plate in the opposite state, like you're you're in trouble. Because uh, there is that kind of beef between <coughs> Illinois and Wisconsin, you know. Like, I feel like Bears Packers amplifies it. Yeah, but there definitely is like a. I believe they bias. call them fibs, fucking Illinois bastard. <laughs> <laughs> just the word Illinois sandwiched between two <laughs> swear yeah. words. Yeah, um, I watched this video on. The history of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. <laughs> How fucking poor were you? <laughs> it was really interesting to like the differences between the people and because um, the Upper Peninsula is connected to the top of Wisconsin. Okay, so they're basically Wisconsin people, but it's like even colder and like even more intense. It's it's really basically Canada, because um, on the other side of the Great of Lake Superior, you're, you're in Canada. Uh, but it's funny because apparently the 
people who live in the upper peninsula call the people who live in the mitten, the you know the lower peninsula, they call them trolls because they live south of the Mackinac Island Bridge. So they live under the bridge. So they're trolls. I, I was like <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> Pretty funny, dude. You know Detroit? I think borders Canada, right? Detroit. Yeah, there's a river. The other side is Windsor, Canada. I think. It's yeah. crazy. Like yeah. Detroit's ghetto is shit. It's <laughs> like biggest piece of shit city in america and it borders canada to me that was just surprising you know yeah. like you you think canada is like super nice and it's like i don't know it yeah. just kind of i don't know how nice off. windsor canada is <laughs> yeah um, it depends where you go sure because it's all along the great lakes that are splitting it up so that if you go a little bit further north um northeast you hit toronto which is right on the other side of um buffalo New York, right? So it's like that whole area right there as well. So it's interesting that Canada has th- like two major cities that border two major cities in America. Right. You know? It's like, oh, maybe there's not really. Maybe they're not a real country. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I think like 50% of the population, may probably even more, live south, like in the bottom. Like Vancouver. Border. Yeah. Ottawa. Montreal. Yeah. I really want to go to Montreal, dude. If you ever want to go to Canada, I think it'd be a really fun trip. It's like a, it's like a France in canada yeah that sounds dope if that makes sense so uh funny you mentioned that my work there's a basically a canada team too so like all there's probably a hundred companies or leads that i'll see in my like crm software when i go and look on some portfolio or whatever of all this stuff is in french it's and a lot of it is uh french french canada which is basically Montreal area, right? Exactly. And you can kind of tell because it's like something day Montreal or day Quebec, and that's like the only word Quebec. I recognize. Yeah. Um, yeah, they call it Quebecois. It's like the the culture of preserving the French. Like, I think all of the street signs are in French in in Quebec or maybe just in Montreal. I think that's fucking sick. <coughs> they, w- they prioritize Fran- French being like the predominant language, which I think is cool. It, I think it, makes it should like be a preserved. European city yeah. in canada it's, it's really totally. like it's way different than toronto like i've heard toronto is more like a new york city right it's like a more s- a standard city vancouver is more like a la kind of like west coast or more like seattle I seattle yeah. yeah not la it's but uh it's also like <sighs> am i gonna take a vacation to canada like yeah <sighs> dude i feel like the only people i've ever heard of going to canada are just <laughs> just fucking just like i don't know sure it's like their it's like their weekend trip right canada escape, you know it's yeah same thing with like montana and like boise idaho is like a secret like rich person right getaway it <clears> is crazy dude but yeah, yeah i've never heard of, like nobody maybe niagara falls right i've never been there but like i think my parents have been there well i've heard that town's a piece of shit too buffalo really? is not good yeah um, I don't know. I th- I think a lot of the rest of New York State is probably bullshit compared to Manhattan. You know. Yeah, but I feel like there's so, so much money in New York, though. Be- so I feel like the suburbs of New York, you know, like just like sub- some suburbs of Chicago are nice as fuck, and they have yeah. even I richer think that's people. That's Long Island. I think that's basically what that is. Yeah, I know. I don't know if you heard of Westchester County. Right, that's, that's north. Or yes, I don't know. You maybe look it up. But that's where my boss lives, Ooh. and apparently he said he he said that Jeff Bezos's brother lives in this neighborhood or like down the street from him or some shit. And I know Westchester is like a huge area, so it's like multiple towns. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people just say Westchester because it's like right. encompasses like it's probably the same thing as people saying like North Shore or something. Exactly. Westchester. Yeah. Have you ever been to New York? Uh, <laughs> once, yeah. Why? <laughs> you fucking douche. What? <laughs> I'm trying to feed you into a story. <laughs> oh, I thought you were making fun of me. Trying to lead you into a story. I thought you were making fun of me like, uh, like, no shit. Maybe I was talking about it too much or something. No, of course not. Westchester. Apparently, uh, a lot of people commute from Jersey, like Hoboken, Jersey City. Just go across the bridge because it's so damn expensive. Staten Island has this big ferry. So, let's see. What else is 
What else is new in the world? To the news. We're gonna jump into. Please, please do cut it this out. This fun story that I saw. Um, <laughs> it's like the largest um, fish aquarium in the world, I think, exploded in Berlin. It was, so it's basically like this giant tube inside. Did you see this? I I saw the headline. Right. So I'm trying to find a video, and I can't find a video of it. Okay. So yeah, you can see the picture here, you know, and then all you see is just like the floor wet and like chairs and stuff like out Where's in the all street. The fish? <laughs> <laughs> My thing is like, how did it explode? Why is there not a video of it? This is a huge hotel. Like, there's a picture. Of, there's pictures of it. Why is there not? So was this? How does that not get caught? Was there right? some sort of like you know, rush hour type? scenario where like two spies were like battling each other in this hotel and like someone shot it and exploded like what the fuck right happened? like I, I was reading all these like stories i can't figure <laughs> out what happened they don't say just like oh yeah, like how the fuck does it explode it's a fucking fish tank right, right, right <laughs> yeah exactly it had been there for years like it right dude that's funny a I german mean, expert has called the aquarium that exploded in berlin's radisson blue hotel a ticking time bomb that everyone should have seen coming Monday morning quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) like, isn't there like an equation that like X amount of thickness of glass will hold X amount of weight and pressure? Like, didn't they do that? The engineers had to, had to have known that shit or it shouldn't have gotten like approved. Why was it a ticking time bomb? I feel like everybody wants to say that, you know, Everybody wants this, like, oh, this man is going to comment on Dude, it now. Jackie but Jackie Chan kicked a Nazi into this <laughs> thing with a bomb on his, strapped onto his body and exploded in the fish tank. Release the video, Radisson. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about fucking fish tank conspiracies. <laughs> oh, no. I know, I just want to hang out with you. I'm, I'm like, forcing this. Uh, <laughs> Okay, man. I tried to get Carter to come, but he's like, yeah, I have a baby. I can't just Fucking leave. Fucking lame. I know. <laughs> you, st- you still chill with Jaren? I mean, obviously, you still chill with him, but, like, you seen him recently? Perfect segue. Thank you, Ryan. Yes, I have seen Jaren recently at my birthday party that we had at... Uh, <laughs> that I missed. Conveniently, I was in Florida, but I apologize for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. You weren't there. Oh, I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, no, it was fine. How was it? It was fine. It was it was literally uh, six couples, so you probably would have been uncomfortable anyway. So uh, I think I I realized that like everybody there was a couple. I don't think yeah. there was anybody single in that group chat, it's right? Tough. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about no that. Worries. No worries. No, but you're I, I, w- I would have. I totally would have gone though, like because I know everybody. That well, no, it's not like I would feel weird because like I don't know. I know everybody. Yeah. No, so it was super fun. It was this Mexican restaurant in Rosemont, and. Um, it's funny because, like, everybody had basically been like, yeah, I, I think I actually was here, like, a couple months ago. We got, like, super wasted. and Like, every, everybody had that story about that. It was really funny. So I've been to, I've been to like, that downtown Rosemont area with the, uh, is it, like, the ice arenas right over yeah. there? Or the little rink? Ice rink in the middle, yeah. Yeah, so this was, like, the Mexican restaurant there. <clears throat> Second floor was really cool. So we got this big table, and uh, it was really fun. Um, but then slowly throughout the night... And we were drinking and stuff, and uh, we all got food, and it was fun. But slow throughout the night, they like, started, like, pulling more tables away and, like, turning it into, like, a like a dance floor kind of thing, right? And it was like, ah, fuck. I, I wasn't really feeling it. And, like, they kept turning up the music and turning the lights down lower and stuff, right? And um, and just getting the fucking shimmy going. Right, my shoulders are bobbing a little bit. No, I couldn't hear anything. And it was like pissing me off because I wanted to talk to everybody. Right, I dude, I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Yeah, it was like an old man moment of like, what? Huh? Right down. Right, this sucks. But uh, it was really funny because everyone was watching the, it was the Bills and Miami game. I don't know if you watched that or not. But uh, so, you know, like Guerrero, Jaron, Carter, Witty ended up showing up too. Um, so they, they're all, they're all betting on it and everything. They're all watching the game, and then there's like all, it's the Mexican restaurant, so they got the music going, and there's like people salsa dancing and stuff. And that's awesome. Like, <laughs> you know, like someone drops a pass, and it's like oh, and then there's like all these people dancing. It's really funny, <clears throat> super fun. Um, I think Guerrero might have lost some money that game. He like <laughs> he was not happy afterwards. <laughs> I think he was rooting for the opposite because I was we were all kind of cheering for the Bills. I think he was cheering for Miami, but. Uh, but anyways, I look over at one point and this like Wreck It Ralph looking motherfucker 
is sitting down next to all the girls and he's just like chopping it up with all them right so i'm like what the fuck so i walk over i'm like hey how's it going and like go to shake his hand and he's kind of like tries to like pretend like not to like look at me and talk to me and he's talking to your girlfriend all the girls are there yeah but yeah riley's right there yeah exactly so i kind of like that's like take a step and and then put my hand on like how's it going and like force him to shake my hand right i'm like what are you doing you know and he's like he's saying some shit he was doing some like andrew tate like uh he like said, trying to interview your girlfriend for like a podcast that, or some shit. Uh, he said that um, that all the guys that they were with have feminine energy because <laughs> they were watching. Basically, them. calling you a bitch. <laughs> exactly. What'd you do? So I'm like, oh, right. And uh, I think it was because we were watching the football game and we weren't like talking to our girls, right? So he was like trying to say it was like fair game for him to um, step in. So I don't know. I think it was I. It was like, uh, hey, man, I think you need to get out of here kind of thing. And then at that point, then Guerrero saw what was going on, so he kind of came over, and he, he he's really good about kicking people. Being an alpha? Fleeing <laughs> people away. No. I didn't I guess, so I called Anthony over to no. deal with that. I'm just fucking Fuck you. you. <laughs> no, that's funny. I could see you being, like, too nice about it, though. Just Not, not in a bad way. For but, sure. like, you don't want to cause a scene. You're not trying to be an asshole, you know? Remember, Damn remember it, that yeah. one time we were at that, uh, we were at Parker's house for Halloween and that dude tried taking a picture with, I think, was it? Or it was like a few of them. It was okay. like, and, and I was like, I'm starting to remember. I was in the bathroom and I came out of the bathroom and I was like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was so confused at first. And he's like, oh, we're taking a picture. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, do you know her? Yeah. 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 And he's like, no, like we're just taking pictures from the memory. And I was like dude, you're not taking a picture of my girlfriend. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and I was looking around. Like, I think I was looking at you and looking at, like, Riley. Like, what the fuck is going on? Because I was... you allow this to happen? Not even in that sense. But I was like, like, is anybody else taking a picture? Like, why? That's just so it's just such a weird thing. You're going to go up to a girl you never talked to and take a picture with her? Who was it? I can't remember that. I don't... Some random dude, like heavier set Hispanic dude. And I think I kind of recognized him from South Elgin. I want to say he went to South Elgin, but um, yeah, this is all kind of coming back to me now. I was just so disoriented too. Cause I think I was stoned and I was like, that was a wacky night. What sure. the fuck? And I didn't so much like, I wasn't like too much of a dick to him. Cause I was like trying to figure it out. Like, are you the only one trying to take a picture? Like, what, how the, f- like, what the fuck is right. that? Right. Is this like, a, f- that's are so we like, random. are we all taking pictures? Is this a photo shoot? Or did you come up and ask my girlfriend right. to take a picture right. with her? And I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And she was like, she was, I was looking at me, she was like, get me out of this situation. Of I was like, what yeah. the fuck? That was funny. <laughs> that is funny. But yeah, that's always like weird. Cause it's like, you don't want to be a bitch in front of your girlfriend, but you're also not trying to be like, trying to be an alpha, you know what I mean? Or trying to like, oh Hey, bro, get out of here. I'm going to kick your ass. It's like, relax. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, your your girl's not wanting that attention. It's of not, course. no need to make a scene if some dude's just being a dick. Right. And it was like, you know, all the girls essentially like half circle around this one dude who was like sitting there, like trying to. He spit, went up sp- to them. Right. right. He's like trying to spit game at all of them. And they were almost like observing like, okay, what's this? Like, what's this guy's, what's he doing? You know? So it be it would have been weird if I came in hot and was just like get the fuck away from my girl, bro. You know, like right, um, like relax, bro. <coughs> you know, it's not that serious. It's not like any any at least from what I would assume, it's not like any girl there was interested in talking to that guy. You probably just no. came up to them. Like I said, he looked like Wreck-It Ralph. He was like very stocky, not like a limber, slim, tall gentleman like, yeah, like yourself. A, yeah. <laughs> You know, technically, I'm a yogi. <laughs> it's yogi, you mean? It's a yoga Somebody thing? Somebody who does yoga. <laughs> Let's see what yogi means. <laughs> you still doing that? Oh, in yeah. The mornings with your dad? Yeah, me nice. and my dad, yeah. Does your dad accept your lifestyle then, I would assume? A person who is proficient in yoga. Okay, maybe I'm not a yogi then. I would agree. You're not. You're not that guy. Yogi in training. What's the difference between yoga and yogi? Yoga is the act. Yogi is the person, right? Yogi is the learner of yoga. According to the Vedic Sanskrit, yoga means to join, to add, or to unite. But in recent days, particularly in the West, 
<laughs> yoga refers to objective exercise only. The term yogi broadly refers to practitioners or sannyasi of meditation. Sannyase. Oh, like sannyasin, right? S-A-N-N-Y-A-S-I. Sannyasi? Sannyasi. Sounds right. Mm. What is a yogi lifestyle? <laughs> if you didn't... Dude's got it bookmarked. <laughs> if you didn't get me big beads, like a beaded necklace... I got you some beads. I don't think they're yoga beads, but... Uh, should help you stretch Hello. out a little bit. <laughs> we needed some jokes here, man. We're... we're <laughs> <laughs> dying. <sighs> Shifting our attitudes, habits, diets, thoughts, and general ways of life to be more congruent with the philosophies and ethics of yoga. Are you, um, do you have any yoga gear? Like, are you the kind of guy that would wear a yoga shirt or or yoga shorts when you do your yoga? Because I feel like you would. I feel, And I have these Nike shorts that are technically yoga shorts. But they they look like regular shorts and they're just comfortable, and I wear them. I think they're they're solid. But like, especially if you do yoga, I feel like you would like it. Yeah, I uh, I just wear regular basketball shorts. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Um, I feel like that's kind of a trendy like stay at home mom thing a little bit. But it's also I'm kind of like that too, where I kind of buy the nicer shit. I'm not as much as some people, but I definitely you know I want to have the new fucking running shoes or right. Get yourself a fucking Under Armour shirt or whatever. Yeah, I'm trying not to go full, full send off. Hardo. Off yeah. the bat, yeah. But uh, did I look at the Lululemon website? Of course. Did I buy anything? No. But um, I don't know. I, I do. feel like you, you're going to despise it, but you're going to. I'm going to do it, of course. Exactly. Of course. You're going to become it. This is how it happens <laughs> with everything. This is how every. That's why it sucks when people shit on things, because. You are doing a box. Exactly. <laughs> And that's a, that's a real problem with this because I'm sure in ten years if I'm still doing this I will have shit on something to then have bec- it will become my thing you know and that's okay people learn people change people uh, make uh, totally make mistakes but uh, my point is if I went to yoga I think I would need to probably get some actual yoga shorts because um, I think you need like compression shorts if you're going to be around other people I think things might be moving around and flopping around. Like, if I was in a class where, like, if I'm just by myself doing it, like, it doesn't matter, you know. What do you I'm mean? You're fucking, your dick's going to pop out of your shorts? Well, yeah, you're moving your legs and, I, don't, I mean, you I gotta don't know. Wear, wear boxers under your shorts. You don't need to wear just, not just compression shorts. You're saying wear them under shorts or yeah. wear just the <laughs> <laughs> yoga, like, wearing some bike, biker shorts <laughs> as a grown-ass man. <laughs> no. You're saying the the former, right? I mean shorts like with built in compression shorts. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, with like a sli- I also slit up the side and, and you know, <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah, I've got a special pocket for your phone and all these features that you didn't know you needed <laughs> in shorts, but I'm curious how like what the percentage of like yogis to yoga pant wearers, like what's the ratio of that, right? Because like everybody wears yoga pants. Three percent of the Yoga pant wears. <laughs> right. The same population of people that <laughs> wear yoga pants. You have any Lululemon stuff? I do. Um, I have one. I've got a few pairs of shorts. Two pairs of shorts and one shirt. Ooh. I remember B. Hallis was all over that back in the day, too. Yeah. He's a typical Lulu guy. Like... But he's also an exercise guy, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have, like, khaki pants and, like, chinos and stuff like that that are actually pretty cool. But, um. Everybody fucking wears that. Mm-hmm. Everybody wears that shit. I hate it. In I your hate office? It. I hate it. Okay, but, again, here we go. Am I going to buy a pair of Lulu pants? No. You're wearing never. a quarter zip Lacoste right now. How much did I, how much did I spend on this, Drew? It doesn't matter. You don't need to justify the purchase, Schwartzy. You can get the nice thing. It's okay. $50 at the fucking outlet mall. Very nice. These, uh, normally Lacoste is expensive as fuck. Of course. I'm not saying you can't wear it. I think it's cool that you wear it. I think it's fine to wear the style of your I know, profession. But I Lean into it, buddy. I know, but I don't like that shit. I don't like the Lulu shit. I like, I don't like the whole athleisure kind of, oh, wear gym 
gym shoes to work type shit because you've seen that that's mm-hmm. become the new kind of business casual yeah i don't like that Com- i think that's comfy. a little too little too like all right you're a fucking grown-ass man don't wear fucking gym shoes to work sure. I, that, that's my honest opinion sure. yeah. um i feel like everybody our generation is not like that but i'm just like i don't know people are getting too fucking comfortable people are getting too entitled you're going to work but dude look dress, like pants, you're going. dress pants are comfortable as fuck that's the thing too Dress pants and I think khakis also aren't wearing the whole suit is not comfortable, right? Because it's like you have to be buttoned up and everything. It's very constrictive and hot as shit. But the pants themselves, I think, are comfortable. They're yes. like super thin and like kind of yeah. stretchy a little bit, even. Um, Dude, when I w- went to New York, only time I've been there, I got picked up in the Uber, and it was September, and it was like eighty-five fucking degrees, and. <sighs> The fucking Uber driver is too cheap to put on the AC, and he's what? got the fucking windows down, That's bro. a crime. And I'm sweating dick in my suit just off the airplane where I wore my suit onto the airplane, sweating, hot, fucking. That'd be kind of cool, though, flying in the suit. Did you feel like you were, did you get a drink on the plane? No, because it was <sighs> like, I flew out at like 6 a.m., and I had to be at the Ooh. office at 11 a.m. <laughs> so, on the way back, I got a double. I got right. a double whiskey and fucking slammed that shit. Um, nice. But yeah, no, there was a lot of people. It was like half the plane was like business guys like flying out and wearing the fucking quarter zip or whatever. But what my boss told me before I went out there is like his common kind of standard in the industry because a lot of people travel, obviously. So the common knowledge is like if you have two meetings, you wear the jacket and the pants on the plane so your jacket doesn't get wrinkled. Right. And then you wear it at both meetings, but you take it off, obviously, and keep it. You, you're not wearing your seat all day. You're not fucking around too much, but then wear the same suit both days and nobody gives a shit. Because everybody that travels knows how much of a pain it is, so nobody's really going to care. Right, bringing two suits, yeah. That would be tough. It's like overkill. <coughs> My boss was like, no one's going to give a shit. You look fine. So you're saying wear the same, wear a different shirt? Different shirt. Different tie? Different shirt and tie, but, but the same, same jacket, jacket pants. and pants. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we went to... um little different but we we had a funeral like a big family funeral in uh in michigan anyways same thing it was sort of like you wear the same suit both days but just you know black tie one day you know dark tie the next day or whatever you know but uh yeah suit's cool i love Mad Men. you know like i love that style and like the the classiness of it i hate that people don't dress nice that bothers me so much um and i understand like the relax into a big hoodie and sweatpants like i get that i totally understand it and i think there's a cool style in that on its own you know like you can you can rock a cool cozy fit but um i don't know i think you feel more confident bro i always feel more confident in a suit i always feel good when i'm wearing a suit always yeah it's like all right we're doing something this is like happening like i bet when you're i'm the main character you feel like you're the main character You're you're in the uniform like i bet when you you're running to the train in the morning, going to work. I bet that's kind of a cool, like, all right, you know, checking your watch when you're, you got, you got your messenger bag slung over your, your shoulder. Or do you have a, do you work a backpack? Or how does that backpack. Work? I still got my same independent backpack that says fuck the rest on it that I, w- that I use. And I love it. I, I like how it's not your typical fucking buttoned up, uh, yeah. but it's very subtle. You can barely see it, but there's this little tag, um, like kind of at the top of it where it has that loop, you know, if you're going to yeah. hang it. Yeah. You flip it over and it says "fuck the rest" on there, but still bring that to the office every day. Nobody's ever. It looks subtle enough, right? It's all black, right? So that's cool. It's your own little style. It's my own, yeah, exactly. Let's see if Lulu has a backpack. So it's kind of interesting. The pants are 130, 128, which it's uh, fucking insane, bro. It's expensive, but that's for, insane. If you're buying jeans or something, you know, a hundred bucks, it's, it's not that crazy. But the shorts are eighty-eight dollars, which that seems criminal. That seems like that is criminal. I feel like the only shorts I've gotten have all been like on sale, so like fifty to sixty bucks. Seventy eight dollar t shirt. Seventy eight dollar t shirt. So did I <sighs> tell you the job there? Right. And I, she got me a few things on discount. And dude, if you're an employee there, you get like fucking, I think seventy five percent off sale items. You get seventy five percent off sale items and like forty percent off everything else. Nice. Everything regular price. So it's like. Still kind of expensive, but you're saving a shit ton of money. Right. Because they probably want you, people who work there, to have all the stuff. 
to endorse it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You're a fucking object. That's what I. That's what I learned. <laughs> is if you work at Lululemon, you're a fucking object. You're not just a, a salesperson. You're like you're a model. You're an ad. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Damn. I never even thought about that. It's very like blatant too. But I, but I mean, I, very I guess out um, there. Like Amber Crumby, they literally used to have dudes shirtless or Hollister or whatever. There was like shirtless dudes out front. You remember that? Yeah, it's part of sex sells. You know what I mean? Like, it's the oldest trick in the book. Yeah, like I guess you're right. Man, that be that dude had to be crushing it, right? If you if you got the shirtless, if you got that gig <laughs> back in 2006. Yeah, the, when like malls were like at their peak. The Motorola Razor was like the exactly. thing. Yeah, dude. You're like the the quarterback and the Abercrombie guy. Drew's <laughs> like, damn, I wish, <laughs> wish I could go back. <laughs> but you're also like, I don't know, bro. You're a fucking sex object at that point. It's like, probably you probably don't give a shit if you're a guy. That's the whole thing. Like, as a, as a woman, I could see how it'd be weird working in Lululemon and being objectified the entire time because it's like, it's all about like the yoga pants and her butt and everything that that's uncomfortable it's got to be no weird. but dude some some women like want that <laughs> exactly some women like especially because in our culture now yoga pants have been around since we were in what, what fucking fifth sixth grade like popular wise middle school girls were wearing yoga pants right I'd say so yeah definitely so for sure even though that was like hoary as fuck back in the day it's true you know you would I think even at Kenyon Woods, they like disallowed them or something right. for a while. So, so they were kind of controversial, right? But like fast forward, forward ten years, nobody gives a shit anymore. It's like promoted. Like girls damn near wear yoga pants to work now. I've seen some girls in my building wearing that shit. Like it's just standards have completely changed. By the 1990s, it's become a popular form from exercise across the Western world, especially for women. The pants. Made of nylon, appeared in the market in 1998, sold by Lululemon in its first store in Vancouver. Interesting. I wonder if they started it. Um, but yeah, dude, like, you're totally right. It was like a, a slut thing if you wore yoga pants at first. Leggings so, yeah, I feel like a l there's a lot of girls out there that are like, because we've grown up with it, they're comfortable with wearing it because they're used to it, you know? True. It's normal. And I don't think it's it's that I'm not shitting on it by There was means. this girl when we were in middle school. I'm not gonna say anybody's name, but <laughs> do I but she had she would wear like <laughs> skin colored yoga pants. And I remember like it like blew my mind. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and it was like it was like, you know, every couple of days she'd wear it and it'd be like time it right where like, you're walking down the hallway behind her <laughs> and you're like what the heck? You know, she did have. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice. That was a nice treat every once in a while in middle school. <laughs> Not that I would ever even work with the courage to to say a word to this person. Not whatever. Not that she was all that. Shout out your boy, our boy. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be a cool. He'd be a cool guest. What do you think? I think he would be. I think I think he'd be a great guest because he's smart as hell. So he could talk about. Medicine, you could talk about, he's in freaking medical school. Smart as a whip, yeah. You could talk about a, a lot of shit with him. I feel like he could Probably talk politics. <laughs> Didn't he say guess. he wanted to, like, run for office or something or, like, work? I think I used to always tell him that. Mm -hmm. I used to always tell him, like, Max, you know, you could run for president, man. Yeah. But he's like, no, nah, I don't want to do that shit. Like, dude, you could be rich. You could be powerful. You could do all the, all this shit. He's too smart to be a politician. <laughs> I'm above that. But he is going to be rich as fuck, probably. He's going to be a fucking doctor. Like, damn. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, and that's like, it's, it is proof. Like, if you push your kid hard, he will most likely, you know. Achieve. Achieve. Exactly. But uh, I want to get one with my grandpa done and have that posted. I think that'd be kind of cool because then I'll have my uncle, my grandpa. I'll have Alec Whitty, who's like an old friend. I've, I'll have a bunch with you and like, car, you know, like our actual friends. Um, so it's kind of like a different, different, uh flavors and then like I said maybe if I get a Matt Picardi or like a Riverside person or something in there too um see about hitting up Chris Otepka that'd be cool he could tell me about touring with his band and all that kind of stuff and growing weed in um Washington State and everything but there's a lot on the books I, I just like doing that I'm glad that you you came over and did this with me I think obviously you're the staple of the 
of the show at this point. No shit. I on, was not. I'm surprised to hear that. Well, and you, you'll be on half of them. At right. Least. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be cool. Hopefully, hopefully the listeners enjoy. <sighs> hopefully we find some other shit to talk about besides yoga pants and uh, <laughs> fucking Canada. <laughs> Elon Musk. No, this was a, this was a, this was like a you're a true fan episode you know it's like it's kind of like the house cleaning we're talking <laughs> about just like regular shit but uh happy holidays and merry christmas ladies and gentlemen <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs>